So I received an email from Dr. Beresford of the Carmel Clay Schools. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, Michael Beresford is the superintendent. I have never met Dr. Beresford. Never met him a day in my life. Um, But I am a man uh, of questions. When I see school systems engage in something that clearly is ideological and not about the education of children. Now, if you want to disagree with me on this and say that it's only for the education of children, you don't understand education, well, I, I, I would love to get together so I can laugh at you directly and thusly. It is very difficult for some educators, and I am starting to use that term looser and looser with some people, to understand that the parent is always in charge of their kid's education, always. Remember that if if parents weren't in charge of their kid's education, they couldn't send them to, let's say, a a private school or a Christian school. But that is how some, quote-unquote, educators want it. They don't believe you should be allowed to do the thing. Look at the people who oppose, for example, vouchers. They oppose the idea of charter schools. You exist to put money into a system to pay for their schools, their teachers, whatever it is they want, and oh, then they'll think about educating your kid, but it really becomes an indoctrination conversation over an education conversation. And we see this time and time again. And I will use the caveat that I've been discussing since the beginning as as this came up years ago. My kids go to school in Carmel. Man, the teachers they've had have been solid. Okay, they might like this one more than that one. Ah, That's personality stuff. That's not about whether or not the education is, is there. I, in watching what my kids do, have not seen in any overt way any of this, whether whether we want to discuss it as a critical race theory or a critical race curriculum, whether we want to discuss it as wokeness, whether you want to discuss it as, as a, a level of bigotry or indoctrination, from the teachers, I have, through, through the, the work that my kids do, I have not seen it. Other parents see other things. We agree or disagree. I've seen some things in homework assignments like, whoa, 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 that's not right. Here's what's right. And I discussed it with my kid, but nothing, nothing recently. Nothing really recently. But then this, this letter came out to Carmel families about how the school year is in full swing. But another sign of the season is the arrival of political messaging as the election grows near. And while my focus remains on the success of our students and staff, I think it is important to pause and set the record straight whenever internet claims or political slogans misrepresent the hard work of our students, teachers, and staff. We plan to release a series of fact or fiction posts so that families can hear directly from us on the questions and issues that impact our community. So it says, fact or fiction. Safety referendum funds are being used to support equity and inclusion efforts. Now, I must admit to you, I, looking at this, I'm like, 
I don't recall the safety ref- referendum. Safety refer- referendum. Man, I've, I have an issue saying safety referendum. Safety referendum. See, I can do it. So if somebody wants to just give me a refresher, I'll take it. But that's the fact or fiction question. Safety referendum. Safety referendum. Come on, cats. Funds are being used to support equity and inclusion efforts. And they say, Dr. Beresford says, fact. The safety referendum supports multiple facets of student services, including the addition of an equity and inclusion officer, school resource officers, safety initiatives, a partnership with mental health providers, and professional development and training. A DEI officer is part of a safety referendum? What in the world is safe about engaging in the codifying and the teaching of bigotry to our kids? And for this, I would like for Dr. Beresford to come on the show and answer the question. What about the addition of an equity and inclusion officer, which has been a hotly contested issue across the country because DEI is engaging the very concepts of bigotry in teaching, instilling in children that they are guilty for their existence or they are victims based on their existence, based on skin color. Happening all across the country, an undeniable fact. How in the world does this come under a safety referendum? We'd like an answer to that question. And then um, we'll get into a whole conversation about education. Staff who oversee equity and inclusion initiatives ensure our students and staff of diverse dimensions, including, but not limited to, age, abilities, age, gender, military status, race, religion, sexual orientation, and socioeconomic status are safe and included. Um, I would like to know what is happening in your schools that they aren't safe and included until we have this position. Um, In order for our students to perform well academically, they need to feel safe both physically and psychologically. They need to feel a sense of belonging. They need to feel seen and valued for who they are. Can you explain to me what's happening in Carmel schools that that's not happening? Uh, For example, my children are, are Jewish. Is there something I should know? Or do they just go to school, hang out with friends, learn something, come home? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. All I know is I I take a look at this and I am left with many, many questions about where Carmel schools are going. And answers, I think, are extremely important. And even if we were to disagree about the DEI concept, how is it part of a safety referendum? Very, very, very peculiar. 